0: You're listening to She Thrives Radio. This is episode number 56. And I'm super excited to bring my friend, Lestrandra, to the show today. So some of you may know Les. She is a blogger, and her blog and handle around all the internets uh, used to be The Balanced Berry. Les is a personal trainer. She's a nutrition coach. She's a beauty junkie. She's somebody who did a lot of exercise, like workout programs, and recipe writing, um, and lots of stuff just surrounding all those things regarding wellness on The Balanced Berry for a really long time, years, like four, four years. Recently, Les decided to just go a totally different direction. She decided to make a big change in her platforms, in her personal life, um, how she was showing up in the world. And it's funny because we were actually out at lunch together and just talking about, you know, life and business and work and, you know, all the things. And uh, you could just tell that she was just on the cusp of something and uh, seeking some kind of change in a real way, but couldn't quite uh, wrap her hands around it. And then it was literally like a week after we had lunch that this girl rebranded her business, she launched a fucking podcast, (laughs) she just like everything, she just did all of the things all at once and just like she put her finger on exactly what it was and just took action on it with so swiftly. And this transition I thought would be so fun to talk to you about because it's a really amazing story of living authentically, of knowing that a change needs to be made, of just knowing that you're not in alignment with what you want to be doing or what you could be doing, and sitting with that feeling and then taking action on it, no matter how scary that change is, what the possible outcomes could be, but deciding to do it because you know it's right for you. And that is why I really needed to have Les on the show to just talk about this transition that she's made in her uh, professional life and, like I said, in her personal life and see if there's anything that you can be inspired by in this conversation. And not only is the shift in and of itself really, really amazing and so wonderful to see, um, but the actual shift in the work that she's doing is so important and valuable in so many ways as well. So all around, this is a wonderful conversation. Les also happens to be an IRL friend of mine. She lives in Seattle. And So this is just like doubly exciting for me. I just love seeing people just step into their power. And I just so feel like Les has been doing that. And it's just so exciting to see. It's so exciting to see. So I really wanted to bring her on and just talk about this transition. And I think you are really going to enjoy this. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get right on in. Radio is the podcast component to the She Thrives blog, a space dedicated for women who are on a mission to feel good, crush their goals, and live big. I'm your host, Taylor Gage, health and mindset coach, CrossFit and USA weightlifting coach, blogger, and portrait photographer. She Thrives is your BS-free resource for all things wellness, mindset, confidence, body image, personal development, and general badassery. My goal here is to help you get out of your own way so that you can thrive. All right, you guys, I'm so excited to bring to you today my friend, Les, Les Alfred of, you may know her from Balanced Berry, but now she goes on Instagram as Balanced Les, and she has a podcast called Balanced Black Girl Podcast, and we're gonna talk all about... This, but first, I just want to say thank you so much for being here, Les. I'm really happy you're on.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. I mean, I obviously love your podcast because I love all of your content. Uh-huh. And remember when you started it like a little bit yes. over a year ago, and it's exciting to be here.
0: Well, we have a lot to get into. I have a lot of questions for you. I really want to get it. Yeah, I really, I'm just like, I'm so excited about everything that you're doing, and it gets me really fired up. But before we get into all the all the details. Um, for anybody out there who may not be familiar with you, can you just tell me a little bit about this is my favorite question because like I always love when I get it. And I'm like, I can't tell I don't know how to answer this, but I'm gonna put it on you. Tell me a little bit about um how you got here and like and what you do and just give me that, give me your spiel.
1: Yeah. So Originally, I built my platform really around wellness, kind of fitness and nutrition, kind of the the run of the mill fitness blogger shtick. So I was a personal trainer who was uh, training clients and and teaching classes on the side of my corporate job. I was, you know, getting really into nutrition. Actually, went back to school to be an RD for a little bit, which is kind of a side story, but. Uh, created a fitness blog out of it, and it really snowballed into a platform where I was really able to build a community and turned it into an online personal training business. So that's what a lot of people know me from, is from sharing workouts and recipes. Last year in 2018, got super sick of it and wanted to go in a new direction and uh, pivoted my platform quite a bit to instead of just focusing on fitness and recipes and workouts, more on conversations around diversity and wellness. So that's how I got to the current point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So that shift that you just mentioned there is like really kind of like I alluded to before, like really what I wanted to talk to you about on this show today, because it is like, first of all, I just, I love every part about it. I love how you're showing up and I love every, I just love it. So I just wanted to talk to you about all of the facets, because there's a lot in there, yeah. um, and I guess, I guess, my first question is like, how, what inspired this? Like, how, why did you decide to take such a departure from? I mean, it's not such a departure, but it is. Um, yeah. So, just tell me about how you got, like, what inspired that, and what actually was like the moment when you just like pulled the trigger, because you literally like started a podcast, rebranded. Um, like, you did a lot of shit within, like, three days, you know? You were just like, boom, we're making moves. Like, tell me a little bit about that experience.
1: It was. I'm very decisive. Like, yeah. once I decide to do something, I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, I don't have time to bullshit. I don't even have time to talk about it. Like, I just do it. Yeah. Very uh, extreme <laughs> I respect that. <them. laughs> That's why we get along. I know. <laughs> um, so I really had a lot of moments that were building up to that change. In 2018, for me on both a personal and professional level, just had like a lot of trippy stuff happen. So it really started at the beginning of 2018. I went to a wellness event called The Good Fest, which was like this big wellness festival. It was in LA, it was about a year ago, like January, February of last year. Um, And I remember walking into that event and looking around and being like, oh, I'm different, (laughs) like I'm real different. First of all, I mean, everyone who was there, it was very like thin, Cisgendered, white, blonde hair, wearing, you know, black Lululemon and aloe yoga from head to toe. Mm. So I walk in and I'm like, okay, I stand out a little bit. I remember wearing, I was wearing this like pastel outfit of like baby pink periwinkle, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's like an Easter egg in a sea <laughs> of all of these like wearing black from head to toe, like bleach blonde women. And I was like, okay. <laughs> This is different and I could probably count on my hand the number of women of color who were like attending that event And I think it was was a big event, right? It was a really big event. There were probably like three or four hundred people there And I think even of the women that were speaking like maybe one of them was a, a woman of color I think like one I don't even remember And I don't, yeah, it was just, it was not very diverse at all. And I thought that I was the only one who noticed it, like that sense of discomfort that I felt being there and feeling different or feeling like there was just something kind of missing in terms of me connecting with the content and connecting with a lot of the people there. I thought I was the only one who noticed. And I was at the airport flying back home and I got an email from a reader, one of my blog readers at the time who said, Hey, Les, I saw that you were at the Good Fest this weekend. Um, I noticed that you were one of few women of color there. I really like following you because I'm a woman of color, and it's hard to find people that I can relate to in wellness to follow. Like, basically, thanks for everything you do. I'm glad you were there to represent. And when I read that email, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm not the only one who noticed. And then I was like, if this, if this young woman notices and actually spoke up about it, I wonder who else notices but just doesn't speak mm, up about yeah. it. Yeah. So that was when the wheels kind of started turning a little bit where I was like, okay, people notice that the wellness space isn't very diverse. And I wonder if people look to me for that. Like I didn't have confirmation of that, but it just made me think like, huh, I wonder. And it made me really start to question how I was showing up. Mm. Um on a more personal note, I, you know, last year in 2018, just kind of grew up a lot. Like I just was, uh, had a breakup with like a serious boyfriend. I just was like really, really independent. And I just feel like I was kind of growing into my own a lot more. Um, it sounds like a super trivial change, but it was actually a really big change for me was I stopped straightening my hair. And with that came just like all of these changes in my life and my attitude in how I presented myself and my confidence level that made me feel less worried about what people thought of me, less worried about, you know, playing small. Cause I was like, yo, I have this head of like giant ass curly hair. <laughs> I can't hide people. see me. People hear me. So I may as well start saying something worthwhile. So that was a big part of it. And then the straw that kind of broke the camel's back was I had attended, um, an event in the fall, the brunch series, which was like a series of self care events. And so finally it was like between that event in like September, October from the February event, like I'd had this year of just transformation of just like not playing small, being more confident in who I am. And I was sitting at that event and the event was good and the content was good, but I sat around again and I looked around and I'm like, damn it, I'm the only woman of color here again. But this time it was like the discomfort that I felt in that was almost hard to ignore because the previous events that I'd gone to were kind of surface level. It was like meeting with brands and vendors and chatting with people. But this event that was really about self-care and about self-worth and about how we treat ourselves and show up for ourselves, the fact that that was really only serving one type of person. It really struck a chord with me of like this isn't right and more people need content like this but they need it in a way that resonates with them. So I was sitting at the brunch series and I was like no, like this is the last time I'm doing this. Went home, ordered a microphone <laughs> day, and was just like this is what we're gonna do. And the podcast came out like a week later so when you said three days, like that was actually not far off. It was like about a week between when I decided to do it and when I like, launched it all and was just like this is what we're gonna do
0: oh, it's so good. I remember we literally had like lunch or something together, like right before you attended that event. Like, and it was within that. And I, you know, we had a great conversation. I remember kind of like hearing a little bit about where you were, you know, I could feel like you, you know, I could feel that things were shifting, but we were still sorting through them a little bit. And then literally at the end of that week, you yeah. had like launched, everything was just like, <laughs> blam. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> so awesome to see it. You just yeah. charged after it. It was so cool. So like I you know I have a lot that I want to ask about within this shift because I I mean it's pretty massive in some ways like you know and I think like really empowering like you said in a lot of ways that I want to kind of get into um and one of the things that you just mentioned that I wanted to touch on was like not only has like your brand and like your business kind of you know changed a little bit right and made a little bit of a turn But I feel like your style and just, like, how you're showing up has changed. Like, you mentioned your hair. I know you've talked about, like, wearing some, like, red lipstick lately and just, like, your style. Just, like, you know, the whole thing is just, like, has, seems to have, like, evolved in a really awesome way. And you're just, like, showing up in a, just a bigger and a bolder way, which, of course, I'm just, like, I can't get enough of. I love. And so I just, you know, I want to hear you talk a little bit about how that, Sort of professional shift has impacted you beyond that, like in a more personal sense, like obviously, you know, some of the stuff we talked about, but like, how else has that impacted you and like kind of challenged you or pushed you or changed you? Yeah, it so has. I mean, and I think the personal and the professional
1: are so interconnected, And I think anyone can kind of feel that way. Like if you have a job or something that's kind of sucking your soul, you can feel how that relates to other areas of your life. And so for me, like the personal and professional are super interconnected. I think a lot of it for me was kind of getting older and coming into my own and things that I used to feel self-conscious about just reaching a point where I'm like, I don't care. Like, I don't care what people think of how I look. I don't care what people think of how I dress. I don't care if I have an unpopular opinion. Like this mm. is my reality, this is my perspective. This is what I want to do. Like wearing bold lipstick yes. used to terrify me. I used to be so scared to do it because I thought like, "Oh, I have really full lips and if I put like a bright color, it just makes them look bigger and that's weird." And then one day, I was like scrolling through Instagram, went down the rabbit hole, went down the Fenty Beauty rabbit hole because mm. I love Rihanna mm-hmm. because it's Rihanna. <laughs> and She was doing some tutorial and she had this like red Fenty lip and I was like, that looks really fucking good and I like it, so I should wear it. And I was like, you know what? Kylie Jenner paid a lot of money to have lips like mine (laughs) and I'm walking around with them for free (laughs) and I should just rock what I got. And I like the way that looks, so I'm just going to go buy it and go do it. And I I just had so many moments like that where I'm like, I'm just going to do what I want and show up how I want. And create the business that I want. And if people don't like it, then they're not my audience or that's not for them.
0: And do you think, like, that's, like, literally goosebumps shit right there. I love everything about that. Do you think that that's mostly from just kind of growing up and getting older? Or do you think it's kind of because of the shift that you took professionally? Or do you think it's just kind of like a perfect storm of all of those things all at once?
1: It's totally a perfect storm. Yeah. Like, I think all of them contributed. Ah. Totally.
0: I love that. And I'm curious, you know, we sort of spoke about this the other day too, um, because here's the deal. I think a lot of people sort of fantasize about doing what you're doing, just like throw caution to the wind and just be like, fuck it, I don't care, I'm doing it. And like, you know, whether that's in their business, because listen, making a pivot in your business is like not an easy thing to do, especially if you're established and you have a following, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. tough. And it can be also really difficult to do it personally, like with your intermediate, like your your close, Uh, environment and people and I mean in a lot of ways it's tough. So I think that there are a fair amount of people out there who are like listening to that and they're like oh yeah also I want that that sounds amazing but I think the biggest thing that holds people back is potentially getting that really negative feedback right I mean I think that that's like what a lot of people are scared of it's like ultimately like what people are going to say how it's going to be received so I'm just curious like about your feelings on all of that, and primarily, like, have you had any back, like, you know, quote unquote backlash? Like, how has it been received? Like, how, what is all happening with that one thing that people fear so much of everybody else's opinions about your choices? Like, tell totally. me about that. Yeah. I know that you can relate to this because
1: you are a fellow meme queen. <laughs>
0: We both speak fluent meme, okay? Fluent meme. Yeah. My
1: mom is also a meme queen, and she shares a lot of, like, really funny where I'm like, where did you find that? Or, like, what is happening? Or like, <laughs> you need to stop following Cardi B for a couple of days, mom, please. <laughs> but she, not too long ago, shared this meme that, like, really resonated with me and really, I think, aligns perfectly with what we're talking about right now, where it said, like, don't get... I'm going to butcher it, but it was something along the lines of don't get so caught up in people supporting you because most people can't even support themselves. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that, I was like, boom, mic drop. Like it's so true. We're doing things for the validation of other people, when unfortunately, and I know this is an area both you and I do a lot of work in, a lot of people struggle to even love themselves. So they're not necessarily gonna love and approve of everything we do, because so many people have so much inner work to do, mm-hmm. that like liking or agreeing with what we're doing is honestly like kind of far off their radar. So mm-hmm. that's something that I've been really trying to keep into perspective lately, a lot.
0: Yeah. just like nature. and it's so true I mean you're yeah. completely right I think yeah most people are have a lot of inner work to do first and I think like you said like that's that's literally what we're trying to do here so I hope that everybody's doing it but like I th- also think it's re- that's the really scary part about just like being like yo this is my f- feelings on this or this is what I'm gonna talk about or this is how I'm gonna show up totally and uh, I mean that can be super scary for people like that holds that holds oh, yeah. a lot of people back right oh yeah yeah
1: well and I mean I know for me and I was definitely nervous about the shift that I was making, because I talk about challenging topics that are really uncomfortable, like diversity, and what happens when you don't include people of color, or even sometimes conversations that might call white people out on their shit a little Mm -hmm. bit, and that is really probably a hard pill to swallow if you've Mm -hmm. never been called out on your shit before, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So in terms of backlash, I mean, a little bit, I would say I haven't gotten knock on wood I don't want to like bring this <laughs> I really haven't gotten anything anyone saying anything negative to me now have I had you know people disagree with something I've said and then see my following drop off yes like I've had I've lost followers that people say stuff that I don't like or I have had a couple of dms here and there where people say things where it's like well I, you know, I didn't like what you said about this, or like I feel offended by that. But never anything where people are truly coming for me. Yeah. Thankfully, it's been pretty respectful discussion or unfollows, and I'm fine with both of those things.
0: And I think that like the more comfortable you get kind of showing up unapologetically, like you're doing the the more that kind of stuff just rolls off your back, right? Like you get less concerned with that. It's just like this actually really awesome loop that just like Mm -hmm. the better, the more you practice it, um, the more resilient you get, right? Totally. Yep. Exactly. So one of the other really big things, um, that you focus on and have, you know, for some time and like, uh, I think you're continuing to focus on, In awesome ways is the topic of Mm self-care. And again, I'm referencing back to another lunch that we had together. Um, For you guys who don't know, we're obviously IRL friends here in Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) But but we had a conversation surrounding sort of the topic of self-care in all of its varieties because it comes in a million flavors, but how it's often portrayed as something that you just simply have to make the time for, right? Like just make the time for it. And you know, when we were talking about it, you know, like, it's for a lot of people, it's really not that simple, right? That's yeah. not that's not something that a lot of people can just all of a sudden do create another hour in their day, right? Like, that's not something that's super accessible for everybody to understand and like, or um, achieve. Um, and so I just kind of want to hear your thoughts about self care. and uh, particularly around like, I mean, obviously, like, the direction you're going with your business right now is literally, like, filling a gap that you saw that, like, you're stepping into, which is so rad. And I was wondering, like, as far as, like, the self-care conversation goes, like, what else to you is, like, sticking out that's, like, missing from that self-care conversation that, like, is just not, you know, I think there's a fair amount, but, like, what's really, like, what's really, like, up front to you that's missing in that self-care conversation right now?
1: Yeah. I think something that we could do a better job talking about in terms of self-care is talking about where the need for self-care stems from. So self-care I think is very front and center right now, which is really great, but I think we point out kind of things that feel a little bit trivial when it talks about why we need self-care. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're all so connected, so we need self-care. Oh, we spend a lot of time on our phones, so we need self-care. Like, yes, for some people that might be what they need self-care from, but there are other people who may need self-care for some heavier stuff than that. If you are walking around in your adult life still carrying trauma from your childhood, Like, you need to be taking really good care of yourself in ways that really help you unpack that. And it's probably going to need to be a little bit more than a face mask. Like, like, you know, I love me some Face Mask Friday, but Face Mask Friday is not going to undo maybe childhood trauma that you're walking around with, or generational trauma that you're walking around with, or crazy stress. If you are maybe a, you know, First generation American or first generation college student, and you have all this pressure to be the one who succeeds, not only for yourself, but for your entire family. Like, those are the conversations and things that people, situations that people really need to take really good care of themselves through that are basic conversations around do a face mask and get a massage and get your nails done don't really address. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think that's super, I think that's so true. And like, you know, like I was saying before, like, it's not it's it's tough to just be like all you have to do is and you know, you know I think this goes for self care and I think this goes for wellness in general as well like mm-hmm. all you have to do is make time for it right yep. um there was like a a quote that was I I don't remember who it's by it's some by it's by someone I think pretty famous or maybe it was like published in the New York Times I can't remember and I used to share it and I used to really believe it um and I think you're familiar with it but it's something to the effect of like instead of saying um, I don't have time, to say it's not a priority. Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, you know that quote went uh, yeah. around for a minute? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I used to share that a lot and really kind of believe it. And in some ways, I definitely understand, like, I, I do still see it. And I think that in some lights, it makes sense. However, when applying that just, like, across the board to wellness and self-care and fitness and taking care of yourself, like, It's not just – for a lot of people, it's not just that easy. Like, a lot of people cannot create the time. Like, it's an inaccessible thing to do for a lot of people. And so I think that, like, having the different layer – like, there's just so many different ways to practice self-care and so many different ways to practice wellness than, Mm -hmm. like, the, like, super generalized prescription that you see on most, you know, blogs and accounts and, right? Like, it's so much – it's so much more layered than that, right? Like, I feel like there's so much more – that people can do besides working out for an hour every day or like mm-hmm. face masking or, you know, eating all the kale. Like, there's so much more to that. Yep, totally. I, I saw this, I think it was a meme. Listen, we're just to gonna be here quoting memes all night.
1: <laughs> it was a meme that I shared on my Instagram story a little while back where it was basically like, I hate that narrative of we all have 24 hours in a day. Because if you're someone with a private jet, you then have more hours in your day than this person who commutes hours on the train to work every day. If you're someone who has three nannies, you probably then have more hours in the day to work with than the single mom who's taking care of her kids on her own and has to figure that out herself. Like, Yes, we all have 24 hours, but we don't all have the same 24 hours. And it's all about learning how to work with what you have to do the best you can, but not being so prescriptive. Like I think the wellness industry tries to like make people feel. And you
0: currently like don't, like you've taken a departure right now from doing workout programs and like writing recipes and all that, right? So you're not, you're, you're currently like, you've stepped out of that quite a bit right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even doing it personally for the most part. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted to ask you about because I think, you know, for those of you who have been listening to the show for a while, I think most of you guys are familiar with the fact that I've been out of the gym for six months now. And, uh, like, Les was just witnessed in my first cardio, like, two two weeks or a week ago at a She did great, spin. Listen, it actually was really – it was nice. It was fun. I felt like trash yeah. the next day. But, um, like, so I wanted to kind of hear about that a little bit, too, because um, – that's a little bit of a departure. Like you literally just quit. Didn't you say you quit your gym?
1: Yeah. I, uh, I now don't have a gym membership for the first time in like 10 years and yeah, I mean, and honestly for me, it's not like because I have a medical reason to not work out and I still am working out. Like I'll do, I see you take about a class or two a week. And then a couple times a week I'll go in my basement and just do kind of home body weight workouts just enough to kind of get my heart rate up but it's just not a priority for me right now honestly being my strongest isn't a priority PRing isn't a priority doing lots of hit looking a certain way those are things that for a while were really important to me and maybe at some point they will be again but right now they just aren't and I would rather do other things with my time and so I've always been kind of a morning person and I used to love doing like early morning workouts and normally if I do do some sort of workout it'll still be in the morning but I would rather spend my mornings these days journaling for a little bit longer Mm -hmm. and meditating for longer and reading affirmations for longer like I just find that I'm at a point where my mind and my soul kind of need more care than my physical body. Not that my physical body doesn't need care, but that, you know, focusing so much on building up my physical body just isn't a priority right now. So I'm just like,
0: meh. <laughs> well, what I love about that is like, is the truth that it, that's like writing, meditating, whatever all that looks like, that is still like health supporting behaviors and habits. Like just cause yeah. you're not like, you know, lifting a heavy ass barbell or like running a, you know, sprinting, like, right. Like the traditional sense that I think a lot of us visualize when we think of health and wellness, like that is just as, if not more important, right. To like, to tend to. And, um, and it's hard to do it all at once. Right. It's hard Mm -hmm. to like work out for an hour at the gym. It's hard to meditate for this much time. It's hard to, you know, keep your, you know, writing and keep on top of all this stuff like meal prep. Right. So it's sort of like you have to, pick the focus that's important to you at the time and then just kind of go deep with that. Was there anything that inspired that shift of like kind of leaving the gym and just kind of like focusing somewhere else or did that just kind of appear out of nowhere?
1: It just kind of happened. I mean, for so many years, I loved the gym. The gym was my time. It was my sanctuary. It was the place where I felt happy, where I felt fulfilled. And I've just kind of found that I'm now fulfilled in other ways and I don't need to be at the gym like sweating my face off to feel fulfilled I still love physical movement I still have total like restless I need to be up standing walking around moving very often like I'm still active but like yeah I just have now found fulfillment in other ways and I I used to also place a lot of emphasis on feeling like my physical body was a lot of kind of my, not my worth, but like that. It was one of my things that I kind of had to not offer. I, this sounds horrible, but like, it was something that I, you know, how my body looked and looked to the outside world was really important to me. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, it's really not. And if it's a little less buff
0: or a little more of this, that's fine. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Let me tell yeah. you, I'm with you on that. So I'm interested to know, like, this shift that you've made which again I'm just I love all around um and you know feel free to share as much of this as you want because like I don't know but like I'm just curious like where you see this taking you like I know that you're someone clearly who really like values in-person events like you always like you know you're explaining before like that was like a priority to you like you would um you know go out of your you know you would attend them a lot right like that stuff is really important to you and so um I'm just curious as to like kind of how you see this podcast and um just the whole movement like everything that you're into right now like how do you see that um evolving and where do you see it taking you and just like what's your just like you know like paint me a picture here like I want to know
1: I mean in an ideal world I would want to be like a millennial wellness Oprah that's yes. like my biggest wildest dream <laughs> I don't know what that actually means, but like it's where I go in my head. Um, uh, I'm here for that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, because I've always been kind of a nerd for media. I've always been a nerd for content and reading and creating. That's what I've always been drawn to. And if I can create a platform that can help amplify diverse voices and wellness that normally aren't heard, like I would love that. And I also, like you said, like I do love the community aspect and I love meeting new people and finding out i have things in common if i could help prevent another woman from feeling the way i felt attending those events and feeling so out of place and uncomfortable that i would want to create a place where people feel welcome and where they feel a part of it and where they feel like the content serves them so kind of twofold
0: and i feel like like in i feel like you're already doing that right like you i feel like have you been getting some feedback from people that this has been like like really important for them to like hear like I mean, I, I see a little bit of it on your Instagram of you sharing mm-hmm. that, but like I'd love to know like how this is landing with everyone and how it is aligning and how it is impacting people because I think it's so important, yeah, I mean it has
1: been, which has been um incredible, I mean, and we kind of touched on this earlier, what I didn't fully share was creating this and launching this, I was scared out of my mind. Like I jumped in and just did it, but I was super scared. I was like, is everyone gonna go away? Are people gonna think I'm crazy? Are people gonna like revolt against my content? Like I was definitely scared, but I just felt strongly enough about it that I did it anyway. And the response for the most part has really been the opposite. It's really been people Rallying around it, kind of coming out of the woodwork saying, Yes, thank you. This is what I've been looking for. Like, this is what I've wanted to listen to. Um, and people from all backgrounds. I mean, definitely the platform focuses on amplifying the voices of women of color, but I have a lot of followers who aren't women of color who also love it and see just as much value in it because now they're learning about others and they're learning about other perspectives and they understand the importance of that. And so I mean, just the amount of support that I get of people saying that they enjoy the content is like above and beyond what I could have ever like wished for. And I'm so grateful for that.
0: Oh, it makes me so happy to hear. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, So I have one more question for you. It's, I mean, it could be kind of a, a big one, but um, well, I'm going to save it for a second because I just wanted to give people who, you know, we've obviously, obviously been talking about your podcast, but I just wanted to give you a second to share, um, where people can find you right now or how maybe people can work with you or see you. I know you're doing a lot of, you're like, you're busy right now. You are busy. <laughs> so where can people find you and, um, get to work with you Not all that great stuff? Yeah
1: booked and busy 2019 <laughs>
0: <up>. <laughs> um
1: so the the biggest thing the podcast as we mentioned balance black girl podcast we have new episodes that come out tuesdays and fridays anywhere you like to listen to podcasts which are doing
0: uh, a two, two podcast a week yeah yeah and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah we'll see we'll see but
1: people like them so we're gonna keep going with it um and then also, I'm usually really active on Instagram, so you can follow me at balanced less one S, uh, or at balanced black girl podcast is our account for the show where I feature our guests um, or balanced less is where you can hang out with me. And are you still blogging right now? I am. Yeah. So yeah. Balanced dot com. I usually will publish a couple blog posts a week. Usually there's show notes from the show and then other topics related to wellness.
0: As oh, well. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so I I want to know, I mean, I know this is kind of, like, loaded and whatever, or it could be just really simple. It could be either one, <laughs> but I just want to know your advice to anybody who is just, like, where you were last summer or, like, that fall, wherever that, that transition was, or who, like, just feels that calling to get out of their comfort zone, but is so just like just hanging on to that ledge and really scared to just like make the jump like I know for some of us like me and you we're both kind of people who we just like when we decide like we're going to do it even if we're really scared but like I know that there's a lot that goes into it for a lot of other people and so I just want to get your your advice on on that, like to anybody out there who's listening, who just like wants to make a leap, who wants to get out of their comfort zone, who knows it's right for them, but is Mm -hmm. feeling really held back for whatever reason and and not doing what they know they should and want to do.
1: Totally. I mean, I know that feeling all too well as well. And I think it's a couple of things. One, I think it's Getting out of your own head and even if you just sit down with a pen and a piece of paper to write down like, what am I so afraid of? What is the absolute worst thing that can happen from me putting myself out there? Mm. Whether you just think about it, whether you say it out loud, whether you write it down on a piece of paper, like what is the abs? What is your biggest fear? that's going to come out of you putting yourself out there. And usually for most of us, it's something that's not that bad. It'll be like, I'm worried people won't like it, or I'm worried people will think it's dumb. And then it's like, okay, then what? So if people think it's dumb, then what? And then it's like, well, that's it. (laughs) And then when you think about it that way, it's actually not that bad. It's like, well, but Even if people think it's dumb, there are also so many more people who could really like it and benefit from it. And if you're kind of holding your ideas hostage, then the people who really need to hear them Uh aren't going to be served. And so I think also kind of being a little less um, like in your head and in yourself about it and thinking about the ways that you could also really help others if that's what you feel called to do. Think about the people who could really benefit from your message, who could benefit from you putting yourself out there. Something else that really helped for me we, we kind of talked about the times we got together last fall and I was just like so frustrated because I was so over fitness and I was mm. so over fitness content but I didn't yet have the idea of what I wanted to do and I just felt like I was a a hamster on a wheel like I was just super frustrated but super stuck and honestly what helped was taking a break like back in late September. I took like two weeks off, two weeks off of social media, two weeks off of blogging, which sounds scary, but it wasn't the end of the world. I just took time away from it just to chill, get out of my head and do my own thing. And it was during that time away that I had the idea for my new platform. And then when I had the idea, I took it and ran with it. But if I would have been forcing myself to continue the old drumbeat until I got the new idea, I never would have had it because I wasn't giving myself the space to. So. I think that both of those things can be super, super helpful if you're feeling stuck and if you're really ready to make a leap for something new.
0: Oh, I love that. I think that like providing that space for reflection, like you just touched on, is so paramount and I think it's become such a big part of like resting and reflection has become such a massive part of my message lately not only because I'm kind of on forced rest right now but also just like it's something that just doesn't get talked about especially in like the the um the wellness the fitness and wellness industry right like I just it's like never miss a workout go 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 like show up hustle grind like da 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 and it's just, like, what you just said is so true. And actually, by the time that this airs, the um, a podcast on motivation will have already dropped. And that's what I'm, I'm talking about on there as well. Like, providing space okay. for that to kind of, like, arrive organically I think is so important. And something that, like, I just don't think that is talked about enough. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it can be really tough to, like, put that stuff down or take some time away or just, like, kind of get, you know, work through your own shit. But, like that's like, I mean, I, there's like a, I don't even, I don't know what it is. I'm going to completely butcher it, but there's a reason why you think of your best ideas when you're in the shower. Exactly. It's like when yeah. your mind is wandering, right. Yeah. And you're just kind of in this open, relaxed place. You're mm-hmm. like, bam. Right. There and it is. It, like, you have to get yourself there. Right. I love that you said that. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Resting is like, mm, that's my shit right now.
1: It's totally. And one part that I left out of the story, that's actually huge. I can't believe I thought of this just now was when I took that social media break, I would check into my account like every couple of days, just to like, I don't know, see what was going on. And I was getting messages from people saying, Hey, Les, we know you're taking a break, but we really miss having you. I'll be excited when you're back. When you're not around, I don't see much diversity in my feed. And I miss seeing you. That was like all the, the other huge sign that was like, I need to do something about this. So it could even be that taking a break could literally lead you (laughs) right to exactly where you
0: need to be. Mm, I love that. It's so true. And I love that you thought like your, um, your concept of just like working through the worst case scenarios. I think I heard this from Tim Ferriss a while back, but he does something similar about kind of facing fears where he's like, literally does exactly that. Like, and he'll write it down he'll be like, and then he'll provide like a, you know, a, hypothetical solution to that said problem so it's like basically what you end up with is a list of problems that are probably never going to happen but in case Mm -hmm. they do you also have a list of solutions so like you know that like you can get yourself out of a situation if for whatever reason it just like doesn't go the way you dreamed it would go right like you it's not going to be the end of the world right and i think that that is like super powerful to remember
1: I love the solutions, yeah.
0: I know, right? I like Good. that too. And I was like, yes. Yeah. Because then you just like feel like you have kind of a backup plan. I mean, you probably don't need it, but you have it, right? And I think that that's totally. so important. Yeah. Um. Well, my dear, this has been such a delight. I'm just like so <laughs> in awe of everything that you're doing, the ways that you're showing up. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm always here just like, cheering and clapping and I love it so much and I love how not only how you're showing up for yourself because obviously I believe that that's really important but like a lot of what we've been talking about today is I love how as you're doing this for yourself you're also just like you're doing so much for other people, right? Like that's massive. And I think having more people see this, um, not only the conversations that you're having, because I think that all of those are super important. And like, like the actual content here is a really big deal. And I'm so happy that you're doing it. But then also just like the overarching, just like the change, just like this showing up, just like taking a turn, just like stopping, giving a fuck, just like all of it. Like that is just like what gets me so excited. So um, I just love everything about it. So I just really appreciate you making the time to come on. And I hope anybody out there who is just like on the edge knows they want to do something different with their life or their look or their whatever to just go ahead and step up and make it happen. Cause it's really cool to see.
1: Yeah, just do it, y'all. The year is
0: young. Oh, I know. I want to ask you one more question, actually. Do you have like a theme or whatever for 2019? Like, I don't know. Do you do themes? Do you do like, what's Tell me about your like vision here.
1: I do. I do. So kind of my theme, actually, it's funny because we we haven't talked about it, but I want to do even more of it. So my like word or kind of intention of the year is creating space. Mm. So I saw kind of the big shift that just taking a two week break off of social media and creating space in that world like had on my life. And there's a lot of things in my life that I really want to change, like my physical environment, where I live, like traveling. There's just a lot of things out of my life that I haven't gotten yet. But I realized I didn't have the space for these things to happen. Like I don't have the space right now. To move to a new part of the country. I don't have the space for like companionship that I want because I have been too busy carrying around all this other stuff. Mm. So, really, my theme for 2019 is creating space, creating physical space. So, like getting rid of physical clutter. So that I can pick up and move when the time is right, getting rid of like limiting beliefs and like ways that I've still been in my own head, like Mm. thoughts that aren't serving me, so that better thoughts can come in and take their place, just
0: like clearing out the junk and creating space. That's literally my kind of detox diet right there is like, because I, you know, I talk about it on the show before, I've talked or I've spoken about it before on the show, but like, I think that that's like another thing that doesn't get enough, like, um, attention is the idea that like, I think it's really cool. You can go ahead and pile on a lot of shit. You can start doing new stuff. You can start, I mean, you can make a lot of change and start just like adding new things in. I don't think it's like in vain. Like I think that those are good things. However, if you're not either like before that or simultaneously working on breaking things down, right. And you're only adding new things and you're not like taking the time to address, like the old stuff that you're still carrying around and like why you got into these weird patterns or damaging patterns in the first place, like it's tough to make like a change on like a real deep, deep level, right? Like you have to, you have to shed those layers. You have to examine that stuff, right? Like, I feel like that's so important. Yeah, exactly. And I love that that's your, your theme, by the way.
1: Thank just you.
0: let it go make let space. it all mm-hmm. go Marie Kondo that ish I everything. know all but good. we were talking about this too like if there's not so, there's so much there's so much truth to that there's a reason that I've like recommended closet cleanouts on like 17 of my episodes on oh, here yeah. it's like oh my gosh something happens when you do that right when your physical space is like just not giving you a hard time right yep. oh yeah totally
1: Your anxiety level goes down. You feel way calmer. It's amazing.
0: It is amazing. Um, Les, this was awesome. I love everything that you shared. And this is so wonderful. Um, I hope everybody listening goes and follows her on the gram. Goes just, uh, I know you're all listening to a podcast now. So just go (laughs) Google her, or Google, search hers. (laughs) And uh, subscribe and listen because it's wonderful. And this has just been great. So thank you so much for being here, Les. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Taylor. This was so much fun. Yay! And there you have it, friends. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Be sure to go follow her around the internets and soak up all that good juju because she is putting it out right now, and it's wonderful to see. And again, I really hope that this conversation inspired anybody out there who is feeling like they may be in a similar place and whatever version that looks like to you, like you just need to make some kind of change. Something just isn't quite where you want it to be. And I hope this gave you a little bit of a kick in the pants uh, an inspiration and motivation and just like, fuck yeah, to go out and make it happen for yourself. If you enjoyed this conversation today, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag me, tag less, leave a review, any which way you feel like you can spread the word about the show and what you've been enjoying is so greatly appreciated. So thank you in advance for that support. And until next time, friends, thank you for listening to another episode of She Thrives Radio. And if you like what you heard today, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and then head on over to SheThrivesBlog.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thank you for listening. Until next time.